The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Today is Saturday of the first week in Ordinary Time. This is Father Stephen Reynolds, the pastor of St. Elizabeth Van Seton Catholic Church in Houston, Texas. In today's Gospel, St. Mark describes the calling of St. Matthew. He writes in chapter 2, verses 13 to 17, Jesus went out along the sea. All the crowd came to him, and he taught them. As he passed by, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the custom post. Jesus said to him, Follow me. And he got up and followed Jesus. We're always grateful to see how the apostles responded to Jesus' invitation to discipleship. There's more coming, and it's always immediate. They don't delay. They receive the call, and they respond. We would like to imitate them, always saying yes to God and saying it immediately. And in the parish, when we prepare children for their first confession, we take the time to go through a thorough examination of conscience. When we come to the fourth commandment, honor your father and your mother, we give a little explanation of the importance of obedience, of respect, and of cooperation with their parents and teachers and other adults. One of the questions I ask is, do you obey your parents the first time? That's always greeted by silence. Many times parents, as you know, will have to ask their children multiple times to do something. To obey the first time is hard, and not just for children, for adults as well, because it involves putting aside what we're doing and then doing something else. And even more, it requires a spirit of anticipation, always trying to be alert to what our parents want or need, so that we can respond, and respond quickly. In a similar way, responding to God's will requires not only a sense of availability and cooperation and goodwill, but a spirit of anticipation of always looking ahead to what God may ask of us as our day unfolds, so that we're not surprised, so that we're always desiring it even before it crosses our path. And so we have to wonder what Matthew was thinking about before Jesus called him. I mean, we're given the impression that he was absorbed in his work, an occupation which was often a means of oppression and injustice, and not one that gave glory to God. But who knows, he might have been thinking about his life and needing a new direction and hearing Jesus speak, uh, even though he would have probably been in the back of the crowd, could have been something that caused his heart to crack just a little bit. Well, we know that in any case, Jesus broke, broke through the fog of his confusion and called Matthew. Here he's named Levi. And it's good to remember that Jews in the time of Christ often had two names, one in Hebrew, in this case Levi, and one in Greek, Matthew. So one was for the family in the Jewish community who spoke Hebrew or Aramaic, and one for the Gentiles who usually spoke Greek and sometimes Latin. In any case, Jesus calls him to a life of faith, and Matthew responded. Of course, Matthew had to renew his response many, many times. I mean, the same is true for each of us. We're called by God in our baptism, and we renew the promises of our baptism every Easter, year after year. But at the same time, if our discipleship is to be lively, it's to be really uh, animated, we have to renew it every day, always trying to begin again and ordering our whole existence to God's will. The decision to follow Christ cannot be relegated to an event in the past. It must be something living and dynamic and constantly renewed.
After Matthew was called, he joined the small band of followers, the apostles that Jesus had gathered around him. Matthew heard the Lord's preaching and witnessed his miracles. He was at the Last Supper, and while he fled the cross, he was reconciled to the risen Lord on Easter. Matthew went on to compose one of the four Gospels, and tradition says that he preached in the areas known today as Iran and Syria and dying in a region just south of the Caspian Sea. One tradition says that Matthew was martyred while he was celebrating Mass. Not a bad way to go, and certainly a long way from his previous life before he said yes to God. God bless you.